This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. As the landscape of war changes, so do the skills needed to fight it. In the early days of the war in Ukraine, soldiers used smaller missiles and hit-and-run tactics to defend Kyiv. In the south, the terrain called for trench warfare using drones and artillery. NPR's Frank Lankford caught up with two Ukrainian soldiers who have fought in both environments. Anatoly Nikitin and Stanislav Volovic have served together in the Ukrainian Army Reserve for years. But nothing quite prepared them for this war. The day after Russia invaded, a commander told them to deliver NLAW anti-tank missiles to fellow soldiers in the suburbs north of Kyiv. Then Nikitin says they were told to fire the weapons themselves. We were standing in the middle of the highway with no, absolutely no defense lines. And guy in the radio said that there is two Russian tanks coming to you. Try to hit, Try to hit, hit one and stream it. <laughs> hit the Russian tank and make sure you get video. Not just the video, the online streaming video. Because, as Volovic says, if you didn't stream it, it didn't happen. Did you guys know how to fire N-laws? No, we're, no, we're, no, we're... We have to YouTube it. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm no, I'm no kidding. As the tanks approached, the soldiers hid among some trees and looked up a YouTube video on how to fire an N-law. We get into positions, we prepare our N-laws, we see the tank, but then the commander said like, oh, it's ours, ours. So yeah, we did not fire. It was a really close call. The men described their on-the-job training as a mix of terror, adventure, and black comedy. Nikitin, who's 40 and heads a construction company, goes by the battle nickname Concrete. He says the first days of the war were filled with confusion. It was totally chaos. It's lucky for us that the Russians were more chaotic than us. Volovic is a 33-year-old software engineer who goes by the nickname Raptor. He learned English by playing video games. Early on, Volovic found Russian tactics perplexing. For instance, the Russians deployed riot police. Remember, this is a war who headed towards Kyiv only to be wiped out. We see how they advance. We see how they fight. And we're like, okay, is this like their best or they're just like mocking us? But then we realized that they're just dumb. There is a lot of them, but they're dumb. The Russians began to retreat from the Kyiv suburbs in late March. So... The two men followed orders and headed south to fight a very different kind of war. They left behind the protection of suburban buildings and forests outside of the capital for sweeping farm fields with little cover. Volovic says they started at the bottom, working the trenches. It sucks. You you dig. You dig. That's the only thing you can do. Because here it is the war of artillery. And unless you dig, you're pretty much dead. Trench warfare is not fulfilling. Infantry rarely see the enemy or have a chance to shoot at them. And Volovic says bombardment can take a psychological toll. You're, like, constantly shelled, and you just don't know if you're going to, like, survive. It actually is quite heavy on, on your mind. So you just trust that this isn't your day, just not yet. After two weeks, the men were offered new jobs, doing reconnaissance. It's dangerous work, but they leapt at it anything to get out of the trenches. They now operate drones and serve as the eyes of the artillery, helping to guide fire on everything from Russian tanks to ammunition depots in the Kherson region. Their recon team, known as the Fireflies, has its own Instagram and YouTube channel. 
Their action videos show the soldiers launching a drone from a parched field, setting up in an abandoned farmhouse, and then helping guide artillery strikes. Eventually, the work of Volovic, Nikitin, and countless other drone operators and artillerists paid off, forcing the Russians to retreat from Kherson last week. When I spoke with Volovic over the weekend, he was ecstatic and gratified that the Ukrainian strategy worked. We pretty much denied those troops their supply chains. We blew up the bridges, we got their supply routes under fire control with HIMARS and and artillery. HIMARS are extremely effective American-made rockets. Once the Russians were cut off from food and ammunition, Volovic says they had to withdraw. Otherwise, it was just going to be a matter of time before we pretty much killed them all. After more than eight months of war, Volovic and Nikitin are now getting some rest and waiting for their next assignment. Frank Langford, NPR News, Mikolaev. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com slash NPR. All that sitting and swiping, your body is adapting to your technology. Learn how and what you can do about it. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. Once I started realizing what a difference these little bricks were making, there's no turning back for me. Take NPR's Body Electric Challenge. Listen to the series wherever you get your podcasts.